the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. God, who had sent John the Baptist to baptize with water, had prearranged a signal so that at the proper time, John would know who to point to and say, that's the Savior. That's the Christ. That's the Messiah. And that's Pastor Leighton Sheely, and this is Study Verse by Verse from Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. Welcome to the broadcast. I'm Mike Trout. Pastor Sheely is going to wrap up his uh, study in the book of John, or at least the message, the current message in the book of John, and we'll uh, launch into uh, his thoughts uh, following these words in the book of John, the first chapter. These things took place in Bethany, across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. Now, when I was uh, an intern, ministerial intern, many years ago, I was in Southern California, and I would drive Route 10, or 60, one of the two, I forget. And it was interesting to me that down there, there was two exits that had the same name. And so when I was giving directions to somebody, I would say, take the Euclid exit. Oh, not the one in Upland, take the other one. And what the author is saying, Bethany. Not the one near Jerusalem, but the other one, the one on the other side of the Jordan. Verse 28, the next day he saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Now, this title, Lamb of God, is used only in John's writing. It's the first in a string of titles that he bestows upon Jesus, including Rabbi, Messiah, Son of God, King of Israel, Son of Man, Him of whom Moses and the law and the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph, and so forth. The concept of a sacrificial lamb was very familiar to the Jewish people. All throughout their history, they knew that God would only cover sin, and the sin was only covered uh, with the shedding of blood. And uh, Abraham had put in confidence that someday God would provide a lamb in uh, Genesis chapter 22. Every day in Jerusalem, every morning and every evening, a lamb was sacrificed for the sins of the people. And that took place even when the, when the city was under siege and people were starving. They would still have the morning and evening sacrifices. And they also were familiar with the Passover lamb. And Passover was coming because in the next chapter, chapter 2, we have a story of Jesus in the temple during Passover. So people are thinking in terms of Passover. Passover's coming. Now, the title, The Lamb of God, foreshadows Jesus' ultimate sacrifice on the cross for the sins of the world. So with this statement, the author, or John the Baptist, I should say, makes it clear that this Messiah had come to deal with this matter of sin. The word for world here is cosmos, which means to humanity in general without distinction. That means everybody. So the use of the singular term sin with the collective word world reveals that as sin is worldwide, so Jesus' sacrifice is sufficient for all people without distinction. That's what here's being said here. Now, it's important for us to understand that what he's not saying here is something that is taught called universalism. Universalism says God loves everybody, therefore everybody will be saved. 
But that's not what the Bible teaches. In just a couple chapters, we're going to look at John 3.16. What does John 3.16 say? For God so loved the world, that's everybody, right? For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish. Only those who believe in the only begotten Son not perish. So the Bible does not teach universalism. Verse 30, this is He of whom I said, I've said it before, after me comes a man who ranks before me because he was before me. We went into depth on this last week. Verse 31, I myself did not know him, but for this purpose I came baptizing with water that he might be revealed to Israel. Now this is an interesting insight right here. Because according to the Gospel of Luke, John the Baptist and Jesus were related. They were cousins. Elizabeth, John's mom, and Mary, Jesus' mom, were relatives. And uh, why, didn't, uh, why didn't John the Baptist know that Jesus was the Messiah? Was it that they didn't get together? Remember that Mary had to go into the hill country? Maybe, maybe there was a distance and the family didn't get together very often or something like that. Well, by God's design, only Mary and Joseph knew that Jesus was the Savior until he'd grown into full manhood. In fact, Scripture and history, church history, indicates that even Jesus' own brothers, or we would call them half-brothers, did not believe in Him until after the resurrection. Matthew thirteen fifty four reads, And coming to His hometown, Jesus taught them in their synagogue. So they were astonished and said, Where did this man get this wisdom and these mighty works? Is not this the carpenter's son, Joseph? Jesus' father was a carpenter. Is this not the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary? And are not his brothers James and Joseph and Simon and Judas? So after the resurrection, James and Jude, both half-brothers of Jesus, believed in Jesus as the Messiah, became leaders in the church, and each wrote a book of the New Testament that bears their name. And John the Baptist here clarifies I did not know my cousin was the Messiah until I got the signal. What signal? Verse 32, John bore witness, I saw the Spirit descend from heaven like a dove, and it remained on him. I myself did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, he on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And so... God, who had sent John the Baptist to baptize with water, had prearranged a signal so that at the proper time, John would know who to point to and say, that's the Savior, that's the Christ, that's the Messiah. And this revelation took place at Jesus' baptism. That's recorded for us in Matthew chapter 3. When Jesus came up out of the water, the Holy Spirit descended in the form of a dove, and a voice out of heaven said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. It was at this point that John knew that Jesus was the Son of God. And that's what he said, verse 34, And I have seen and borne witness that this is the Son of God. Now, John said of Jesus, Behold the Lamb of God. Now, he said that to his original audience. That created a lot of thinking, connected thoughts. 
they were reminded of their heritage, their history. Um, during a, a time of famine in the land, their family had moved into Egypt with Joseph and his brothers. And they'd stayed in Egypt for 400 years and they'd prospered. And after 400 years, a pharaoh rose up that didn't know anything about Joseph. And he didn't like the Jewish people. And so he enslaved them. And ultimately, he wanted to destroy them. He wanted to kill them. And the people called out to God. God sent Moses. Moses went to Pharaoh and said, let, God said, let my people go. And Pharaoh resisted. And God sent ten plagues. And the tenth plague was God's judgment in bringing death upon the firstborn throughout the land. The story is told for us in Exodus chapter 11 and 12. Listen to what God said in Exodus 12, 12. I will pass through the land of Egypt that night, and I will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and on all the gods of Egypt I will execute judgments. I am the Lord. The blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. Stop right there. The blood will be a sign. What blood? The instructions that we didn't read, the part in, in the earlier part, God gave instructions that a lamb, a Passover lamb, was to be slain. And the blood of the lamb was to be placed on the doorposts of the home. The blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over, pass over you, and no plague will befall you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. And so this, all of these thoughts were brought back in John the Baptist's one statement, Behold, the Lamb of God. They remembered that they were in a land where the Pharaoh hated them. The Pharaoh wanted to enslave them. The Pharaoh wanted to destroy them. And God brought judgment upon the land. But those who were under the blood of the Passover lamb were not under God's judgment, but rather under God's protection and blessing. 1 Corinthians 5, 7 says, For Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. We are also in a land of bondage. That's what the Bible tells us. We are in a land that is under the prince of the power of the air, Satan. And Satan hates us because we're made in the image of God. And he wants to enslave us. And he wants to destroy us. But God is coming with judgment. And those who are under the blood of the Passover lamb, Jesus, will not be under God's judgment, but instead be under God's protection and blessing. Jesus, the Lamb of God. Lord, we are so thankful that we are not under your judgment, but instead, Lord, we are under your protection and your blessing. Lord, you're taking us out of this land and 
You're preparing a new home for us for eternity, a place we call heaven, a place where there's no more sorrow, no more tears, no more pain. Pastor Russ is there now. The body that gave him so much pain, it's gone. You're going to give him a new body, no more pain. And someday, because of your graciousness and your goodness, we're going to see him and enjoy him again. We're going to see his smile and hear his laughter and enjoy his humor because of how great and gracious you've been to him and to us. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, we'll begin a new series tomorrow here on Study Verse by Verse, again in the book of John with Pastor uh, Leighton Sheely as our teacher. I hope you can join us, and I hope you'll tell your friends about the broadcast. Additional information about the church is available at the uh, website churchofthehighlands.org. That's churchofthehighlands.org. All the service times and, of course, the campus location, including Sunday school uh, times and information, can be found right there on the website, churchofthehighlands.org. Join us again tomorrow as we wrap up the week and open the Word of God once more and study verse by verse. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.